today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. It's a very exciting time for Hamilton. Uh, there's some people in this city that have been talking an awful lot uh, about, uh, for an awful long time, about a sign for Hamilton. Any sign, anything would do. Even when a private company puts one up now, it's exciting because it's all we really have. And there's been a couple of people that have been behind this uh, for a very long time. I'm not sure it's exactly what they envision, but hey, it's still pretty good. Uh, to talk more about all of this, Laura Babcock is with, with us, president of the Power Group and with us now. Laura, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate this. My pleasure. Can you believe it? You can actually see a sign. It's actually coming. <laughs> can you, you, can, you can probably smell it from where you are. I've actually stood in it. <laughs> there, there you go. One of the first to already see it. So give us your impression. It is better than I ever thought. Because, as you know, originally I was just driving around the province five years ago going, why is it that every little town on the highway, off the highway, has a sign of some kind, some kind of a brag sign? Some, some towns have them right in their downtown. Toronto's got it at Nathan Phillips Square. Everybody's got these big signs where if you're visiting that place, you can, you know, take a photo, take a selfie in front of it. It's just a sign of, hey, this is who we are. We're here. We're proud. And I couldn't understand why big, great Hamilton, historic Hamilton, the Hammer, this, you know, one of the biggest and oldest cities in the country didn't have any kind of a sign. So at the time, you'll recall, I started the Time for Sign campaign mm-hmm. on Twitter and people were sending pictures from signs all over the world to make the point, right? Yep. Proud Hamiltonians were traveling. And then I talked to the city and found out that they had tried to start this process or had started it, spent a bunch of money on it at Amalgamation back in 2000. They had been working on this for like over a decade, had they not? Yeah, they they worked on it. They spent a bunch of money. They got citizen input. They designed it. They they, they went like 95% of the way and then stopped. And no one kind of knew why. Uh, and so I was asked to go in front of council to bring it up. And at the time, Scott, Pan Am games were coming, remember? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it seemed to me to make sense to put the sign where we'd get the most exposure to it. And at that time, it was the 403 into the city because the, sure. all the buses from Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then it got in front of council. It became an election year political football. And the craziest part about it was that everybody on council was like, yeah, yeah, we need the sign. Sounds great. Good idea. And then Councillor Clark at the time brought up, well, if we're going to do one, why not do like five economies of scale? And so they had this big discussion and then uh, they voted. And I remember listening to them and some of them thought they'd voted for the signs. Some of them were like, no, no, we voted on an amendment for going back to staff. In other words, <laughs> it was just, I almost drove off the highway. I remember I was near Vaughn and I'm like, they don't even know how they voted. right? <laughs> and some of the councillors the second time were there the first time, were they not? Well, yeah, no, no, for sure. And so because it was an election year and the price of that kind of a highway sign, you know, one that's right there on the highway, you have to have all kinds of MTO involvement. It's a lot more than people think, right? And so the price tag was a big price tag, not out of line with every other town that's got one, but it sounded big at the time. And so it was confusing. And I think that everybody's like, yeah, yeah, we should have a sign. But it got, you know, the devil's in the details. So what happened was so funny is after that vote kind of didn't go through or got confused, uh, then I had business leaders coming up to me going, so how's the sign? When, when are we going to get it? <laughs> I mm. said, well, that's a great question. So when the new council came in, uh, I asked Mayor Fred about it, and he liked the idea of the sign and loved what other cities around the world were doing. And so he did some research in it, 
And PJ Mercanti, who was one of the business leaders who said, oh, I, I think the sign's necessary. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mayor reached out to PJ, and PJ was able to really spearhead fundraising so that the sign is privately paid for by generous Hamiltonians, and it is being built, and it's going to be at the gateway to downtown, not the gateway on the 403 for the Pan Am buses coming in, but I think in some ways an even more important gateway, which is it will light up our downtown, it will fill up that kind of cement dead zone in front of City Hall, uh, and it is gorgeous, Scott. I mean, even people who don't think they want a sign, when they see this done by a local artist, they're blown away by its beauty. It's really cool. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.